The majority of artists that I work with are just trying to be what we already have. Instead of focusing on being themselves, they want to be the next Taylor Swift. They want to be the next Bruno Mars. Instead of focusing on being the first them. Hello and welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now, I started this podcast as a way to give you access to the thoughts, ideas, and suggestions from people who actually work every day in the music industry on how to move your music career forward. Now, I'm blessed to have helped launch the career of superstar Taylor Swift, and I served as her manager for two years. I currently manage American Idol winner Trent Harmon, consult Scott Borchetta and the Big Machine Label Group, and have been helping thousands of artists around the world navigate the music industry. By the way, contrary to popular belief, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com. Take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help you make sure that you are on the right track. Enjoy the podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So I am super excited to be able to have a one-on-one conversation uh, with this gentleman. His name is Logan Young. Logan is the co-founder of Blitzmetrics. So I've talked a little bit about Blitzmetrics. You've heard me mention the fact that I went down to the Infusionsoft headquarters uh, because I wanted to learn everything I could uh, about retargeting and about finding the people that were out there. One of the things that I realized, Logan, that I was guilty of, and I think a lot of musicians are guilty of it too, is I was creating all this amazing content and throwing it out into the interworld, but I had no clue what people were doing with it. And then Blitzmetrics came along. I met you guys at the Billie Jean event. But before we get into that, I want you to tell people a little bit about your story. Uh, and you you don't have to hold anything back. We talk we talk God here. We talk religion. We talk reasons why we do what we do is for the better good. And I know that's a big part of your story, so you don't have to candy coat it for my folks. For sure. So tell everyone a little All bit right. about yourself. So I'm Logan. I did serve a mission for two years, and then I went to school at BYU, and I studied advertising. So growing up, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to be. I thought maybe like a teacher or a physicist. And then I really found advertising, fell in love with it, and I really wanted to be a copywriter. So BYU has a super competitive ad program. It's one of the top in the nation. I got rejected the first time I applied. Applied again, got in. Once you're in, there's two tracks, a creative track and a management track. So I applied to the creative track three times and got rejected each time. You know, I was spending more time with the professors than any other student. I was more time in the ad lab. And I just didn't have the creative chops for it is what it came down to. You know, there's just some of these other creatives just kind of blew me out of the water. And uh, that's when I found marketing, right? So at the time, I was working at Pizza Hut, uh, still in school, just doing, you know, minimum wage jobs. And I got introduced to my business partner now, Dennis Yu, who he's a a big baller in the space. If you don't know him, look him up. Uh, Best Facebook optimizer on the planet. He was there from the very beginning, used to run analytics Yahoo. And things just sort of clicked. I always loved problem solving. When I was a kid, I was in chess club. And, you know, just to me, like puzzles and stuff is something I enjoy. So for me running Facebook ads, which is what I learned to do, was kind of like just like problem solving, you know, like looking at all the data, finding out what's broken. And I really fell in love with it. I spent the last year and changed traveling. I did five continents in three weeks in May. And um, traveling is not as glorious or glamorous as it seems. You know, it can be really exhausting. I've never been so sick in my life. Right now, I even have a head cold. So I get 
I've, I've been sick like every other week the last three months and I blame it all on the travel because so many different time zones and stuff it's just brutal on your body but but it has been cool to see different experiences I got to go uh, bungee jumping in New Zealand and I've turned into a bit of an adrenaline junkie I just bought a bike last week and um yeah excited to be in Nashville excited to go see the country hall of fame later and get on this podcast so. cool so one of the reasons I, why I wanted to talk with Logan and some of the things that you brought up remind me a lot of artists is that you said that you were involved with all these creatives and you kept getting turned down. Well, that happens to musicians and artists oh, all the I'm time. Sure. It's yeah. like you hear the Beatles, how many times they were rejected before they got their deal. And, you know, Marin Morris got turned down by both The Voice and American Idol. But you you kept pursuing. I mean, as the taping of this, you're 27 years old. 27. The things that you've experienced, what kept you going. You know, a lot of times artists are dealing with this smack in the face and being told they're not good enough and being, what made you different? What makes you different? I made you, what makes you different in that capacity? I think the failure really taught me, you know, there's a quote from Thomas S. Monson. He says, without failure, there is no learning. And we're all familiar with the Thomas Edison. You know, I've not failed. I've just found 1,000, 1,000 ways that don't work. Right. So for me, even though I didn't make it in the creative track like that was my goal that was the carrot I was chasing and I really like gave it my all so um I've never considered myself like a hard worker you know like yeah. not that I think I'm a lazy POS right but right. I've been around hard workers right sure. on my mission uh in different aspects of life I've seen people that really just go and, and bust it hard like each and every day but a lot of times people are doing hard work it's the wrong work and hard work doesn't necessarily mean that something's going to get accomplished yeah uh I mean, it's great that we've got all these quotes and it's great that we've got these bumper stickers and it's great. But for someone to really, truly understand that, you know, it's like it's easy for us to say fail often and fail <laughs> fast. No, it sucks oh, yeah. when you fail. And a lot of times our mentality will kind of bring us down. And you seem to it, it, just the short time that I've been around you, whether you've been on stage in front of thousands of people or in a small group with five or six of us, your demeanor seems to be the same. It, it's not like... Some people I'm like to become the showman oh, when I'm, they I'm, get on I'm the big... I'm a straight line. Not too many ups and downs. Yeah. Where do you get that from? And is it teachable? Uh, it's hard to say. It's just me, you know? Like, right. I, I, some people get frustrated, girls I date or whatever, because I just don't show a lot of emotion or a lot of excitement, especially. I'll feel it, but I'm just not sure. one to, like, you know, clap and jump and stuff. We were the Predators game last night. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, you know, screaming my lungs out. No, but you were clapping every day. That was some good stuff going on. Your first hockey game. But yeah, you know, it's just my style, you know, kind of got the monotone voice thing going on. Some people say, but I want to touch on one point though. The the failures thing, you know, some people harp on failures and you see some Ted talks and stuff when all they talk about is, oh, I failed, I failed, I failed. And then one day, you know, I had Lamborghinis or whatever. So, (laughs) you know, I don't want to like give you some sob story because really I don't have one, but failure is to me are either stumbling blocks or stepping stones. Sure. And it's really up to you. And for me, that was the acceleration as I try to view them as stepping stones instead of stumbling blocks. Well, and for me, it's I look at failing as learning. You know, it's like if I'm not trying new things to fail, I'm not learning yeah. anything. And, you know, you know a little bit about my story and a lot of the people that listen to this know my story. But it's like when you've been to jail, when you've lived homeless on the streets, Every day above ground is a good day. You know, it's like when I turned 30, everybody's like, why are you so excited to turn 30? I said, because nobody that knew me thought I'd live past 25. You know, now I'm 50. And it's just what I admire today and what I admire about what it is that you're doing and what we've been talking about is that 
These stories, these are your stories. The stories is what makes all of you different. That's what makes me different. That's what makes you different. That's what makes you unique. You have your stories. I have my stories. And we can't, you can't go live my story, but I can share my story with you. I always tell them, I'll lease you my knowledge and my experience. You can't get it, but I can lease it to you. And that's kind of what you guys have been doing with Blitz Metrics is, You've gone out and you're running campaigns for some of the biggest brands in the world. I'll let you talk about that. But you're able to come in and say, okay, Rick, you don't have to pay me what the Golden State Warriors are paying me. But the teachings that I'm going to share with you are the exact same teachings and principles. You know, everything I teach Trent Harmon, who signed to a major label, is the exact same things that I teach to the artists that are independent. These processes or processes or whatever the word Dennis uses all the time. Yeah. What are some of the things in branding and storytelling that you think everyone can use, no matter whether they're an artist, a business owner, whatever it is, what are two or three things that you think they should be on point with? Definitely. Uh, learning how to tell a story, recognizing, you know, the principles always outweigh tactics, right? So when Dennis and I present, we go very fast and we hit a lot of principles as opposed to giving you tutorials of here's how you do it because you can YouTube that, right? Right. So you understand the principles of like benefits versus features. And for you selling your brand, the benefit is who you are. You know, I was saying yesterday, for me, when I go to a concert, my favorite part is not just the music, but hearing the, the lead singer and the artist talk about the stories behind the songs in between as they're playing their set. You know, they tell you like what this song's actually about, what inspired it. They give you a little bit of insight into their life. And that's so much more exciting. I mean, if I just want to hear the songs, I could just YouTube or, you know, get on the back row. But part of the experience is like hearing their stories. So benefits outweigh features. The benefit is people connect with people. You know, what's your story and learning how to tell it. You know, each story needs three basic components, a beginning, a middle, and an end. And some of the best stories, you know, start right in the middle of things. I think almost every Star Wars movie has that like preamble, like, oh, the rebels just escaped. Let's see what they're up to. And it's like, it's George Lucas throws you right into the mix of things, right? He doesn't... You know, nothing wrong with, like, having a nice intro and stuff, but if you're on social media and you're doing videos trying to push to music or some product, whatever it is, the way to get people there is, A, through telling stories, and B, like, starting writing the action of things. Wonderful. One of the things that I was, I teased about yesterday is, I said, storytelling has been going on forever. I said, you know, Jesus would tell these stories, these 12 dudes would listen to the stories, they would run out and tell the stories, and then everybody would show up to see if what they said was correct. And I said, Jesus would rock Twitter. And then I went and looked up. He's still rocking Twitter. (laughs) You go hashtag and he's all over the place. But the thing for for me and for anyone is everyone, I, I say everyone, and that's a very loose phrase. The majority of artists that I work with are just trying to be what we already have. Instead of focusing on being themselves, they want to be the next Taylor Swift. They want to be the next Bruno Mars. Instead of focusing on being the first them. One of the things that if you don't hear anything else, it's focus on being you. You is what makes you special. And that's why these television shows all focus on the story. It all starts with the story. You notice we hear the story before we hear the music. There's a reason for that. It's like these singing shows. Someone just doesn't come out and start singing and then they tell you the story. They tell you the story first to draw you in and then they give you the music. So for for folks here, where can they learn more about the Blitz Metric strategy? Is there some place that we can send them and we'll put it in the show notes and make sure that they have it? But what's the thing 
let me just tell you what turned me on to these guys. Besides the fact that they were straight up, uh, besides the fact when they were on stage at the event that I saw them, I was at the Billie Jean uh, is marketing event. Uh, they delivered the most quality content and didn't make a single offer. And then at the end, you're like, hey, here's this bit.ly link if you want some cool stuff. And that attracted me more because I wanted more of what they were offering. I'm like, damn it, they didn't offer anything that could solve my problems, but I ended up getting with them anyway. Where's the best place for them to find out? And then I want to leave them with plumbing. We'll mention the six phases. We won't go into them, but the plumbing has absolutely changed everything for me. And so tell them in that little framework where they can get more about you, yeah. the six optimization, the, the six phases, and the plumbing. Yeah, so to Rick's point, some of you guys may be watching this and wondering, okay, they've told some cool stories, but I'm still not really sure who this Logan guy is. So Blitzmetrics, we're an ad agency, and we've done work for the Golden State Warriors, for Nike, Rosetta Stone, TiVo, MGM, a lot of big enterprise household names. And we have a, a six-phase process that Rick mentioned called the Social Amplification Engine which we believe are six basic principles. You know, they're the, uh, uh, the fundamentals, so to speak. You know, if you, you, know, you know someone's a master of something when they can master the fundamentals. Like LeBron James, when he practices basketball, he practices the same things Jimmy, the first grader, does. How to do a bounce pass, his dribbling. Maybe he does some slam dunks, sure. But for the most part, he's practicing the fundamentals just like a first grader is. And that's why he's so great. He's mastered those. So... We believe these six phases are the fundamentals anyone needs to be able to be online doing digital marketing. And we've taken that process we use for enterprise clients and streamlined it so that if you're a small business, you're an entrepreneur, you're a freelancer, you can still take the same process, the same fundamentals, the same principles, and use them in your business, even though you don't have a big budget or a big team. So the best place, follow myself and Dennis Yu on Facebook, our pages, not our profiles. I give out a lot of free information. If you're interested in like a little more hands-on implementation, you can email me directly, logan at blitzmetrics.com. We have a ton of video courses. We call them micro courses. They're like 25 bucks each. They just video step-by-step walking you through plumbing, how to optimize ads, how to do content. So wherever you need the help. Uh, I'm pretty good about sitting on top of my email. So just mention the podcast though. So I have some reference. Mention you know, Rick or something, micro course, and I'll help you out. You can mention hot single Mormon girls and write in the subject line and it will get open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right you'll away. Get immediate attention. You'll get immediate attention. So the plumbing is where I felt that I was suffering the most. So as we were talking to musicians, it's interesting when I'm at a lot of these events, I'm a lot of times one or one of two people in the music business. It's usually ad agencies, it's usually the gurus, it's usually the people in the health and wellness and public speaking and all these different things. When I was hearing them talk about the plumbing, the plumbing is basically making sure that when you throw content out into the world, that it's trackable, that you know where it went, what happened with it, who engaged with it, and then how to carry on that conversation with them. And I felt that that was so important, especially for the musicians that were out there, is because you're shooting videos, you're putting out content every day, you're doing everything that I teach you in the social media part. The part that I was missing and the word that they focus on is the amplification. It's like so many of us are being social, but is there social amplification? And there wasn't. And that's why I appreciate everything you've done. So do you want to leave them with a story? You've always got great analogies. I love your stories. Uh, that's how we're going to end this is you're going to leave them with a story. So it's the last thing that they're probably going to hear today. So it's up to you to like, it's either they're starting their day with us or they're ending their day with us. So giving uh, you yeah, enough time yeah, to come I, with a I great can, story. 
I mean, can you give me like some? You want one of my stories, or a story I want them, whatever or? story that you feel is going to best serve them. So if we, if we walked in and I said you've got one story, and this is how they're going to remember Logan Young, twenty seven year old, single male. This story can either keep you single. It might make someone who's listening to this go, I know the best girl in the world for him. <laughs> Or it's a business, whatever, whatever story you want them to say, man, I heard this guy Logan Young today, and this is the story he told. Well, that story is not complete, but I'll tell, I'll tell <laughs> another one. I'll tell another one. Um, so this, this one teaches a principle. So about a year and a half ago, I, I got a dog, uh, Sydney, named after the Australia city. I went there before. She's a pit lab, and she was a puppy. So she chewed everything up. Every time I'd leave, i come back, things are chewed up. She chewed up my favorite pair of Nikes. My church shoes, she chewed up the couch, the TV remote, my laptop charger, my iPhone charger. She even chewed up my Pride and Prejudice book. So the dog was just savage, right? She chewed up over $1,000 worth of my things. And one day, I'm on a call with a client, and Sydney starts, like, coughing. I thought she was choking, so I hung up on the client, and then I took her to the vet, found out she has kennel cough. So they get it from playing with other dogs. They said, yep, she got kennel cough, give her some of this medicine, she'll be fine. So I go home, think, okay, the dog eats anything. She eats chargers, couches. This will be easy. I give her a pill. She puts it in her mouth, spits it out, right? Okay, okay. Let's try again. So I pick it up. This time, she won't even put the pill in her mouth. Like, she just sniffs it and starts to walk away. So the only way I could get her to eat it was I had to wrap the pill up in some kind of cheese or bologna or something. And advertisers call this the bologna principle. So the point is that, you know, we're like the dog, right? And the pill is like an ad. People do not like ads. They don't like being sold to. The average user or the average person is served over 2,000 ads per day. So don't just try and push your product or your songs or your music to someone. Instead, you have to wrap it up in a story, right? And then at the end, you have it in there. You have some call to action. You'll notice it wasn't until the very end of this podcast I told you about the micro courses. I didn't lead with that because you know anything about me or any of my stories. Not to say you're all going to come by my micro courses now, but for sure if I would have led with that, you wouldn't, right? So you have to tell people stories. You know, it's called the baloney principle. And that's the key. I believe the best advertiser is whoever can really master telling stories. And not just random stories, but connecting. Telling a story, then connecting it to some principle or to your product. And I'm glad you told that story. And the story goes a little bit further because a lot of artists are scared because they don't want to market. They just want to create their art. And they just think that people are going to find them because they're artists and their stuff's so good. And what what you usually follow up with that story is that sometimes advertising is good. And you talk about the road signs. If you're mm-hmm. hungry or if you need gas or if you need to use the bathroom, it's like we're not going to get upset when we see advertising that we think benefits what we're feeling at that time. But it's not 99 cent McDonald's. It says McDonald's in 0.4 miles, you know, turn to the left. So it's it's subtle advertising, but it's still advertising. Oh, yeah. So that's what I like about the baloney story is that. You, you need to make sure that you're wrapping it in something. Just make sure that it's real. Make sure that it's you. And I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to get together and have a conversation. Uh, glad we were able to experience your first hockey game together. Uh, would have loved to have seen you bungee jump, but that's a whole other story. I think it's on YouTube, isn't it? Uh, it's well, on I've LinkedIn seen or Facebook. Somebody yeah. somewhere I've seen you go off the edge. Yeah. And did you get pushed, or was that just no? A they won't help? push you. So they they walk you up to the ledge, and then you just kind of sit there. They'll they'll give you a countdown like one, two, three. It's actually not too hard because like if you're scared to jump, which a lot of people are, it's you lame. can just kind of like lean, and then next thing you know, you're falling, and yeah, you, you know, it's too late at that point. But they say if they push you, then you'll be like, no, no, I was gonna jump, but you pushed me here. But some people. 
the hardest thing is you're supposed to go head first, right? Right. Which most people, if you have them look over a cliff and say, right, now dive head first into you're, it. Yeah, your body is saying, it. yeah. So a lot of people will jump feet first because they're so scared, but that actually flips Rips them up. Not good, yeah. They're too scared to go head first. So that happens. Well, choice. listen, thank you again. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Uh, if this is your first time running into me, you can go to rickbarker.com and you will find out more. You can grab a free copy of my book. Uh, please tell your friends. Please share. Uh, leave a review. At the end of every month, I randomly select someone and you'll get an hour of my time to hang out with you, whether you want me to listen to your music, check out your website, whatever it is. And I also do uh, five gift cards to Amazon. So, hey, who knows? There you go. All right. It's been a pleasure and we'll talk to you again soon. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com, take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there. 